Hello everybody and welcome to episode 62 of the Pod of War Gamescast. I am your host, Ewef Gizme, joined this week by Massive Dash, Chris McGilly. Hello everyone. And 2023's Little Miss Taunton, it's CW Lanky. Hello. Can I be the um the carnival princess? You can be whatever you want to be, princess. Thanks. Anything you want to be. So, it's 2023, guys. How do we feel? Uh, Yeah, good. I feel like a completely different person to who I was two days ago, Dave. Well, some of us are turning 33 this year. <laughs> That's something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. You'll be turning the big 3-1, Craig, so game over. Yeah. yeah. We rewriting the relic, relic, lyrics. No one likes you when you're like 33 instead of 23. If you want to do that, Pinky, that sounds like a wonderful thing to do. But today we're not rewriting lyrics. We're uh, talking video games, so let's, before we get into the main topic of the show, let's start with what we've been playing, I guess what we got for Christmas as well. Let's start with C.W. Lanky. Um, so all I've been playing is uh, is Final Fantasy. Woo! The old Crisis Core. Um, I have just finished uh, earlier on today, chapter number eight. Mm, impressive. Yeah, so I'm I'm actually chugging for it quite well. Um, I think I've done like twenty, no, not twenty, like twelve hours or something like that. Uh, because I've done quite a lot of the the side missions that are in the game, especially if they're uh, if you get achievements for doing them, or you get actually good stuff for doing them. Because some of them, there's, I mean, there's I don't I don't know how many there are on this game. It's got to be over three hundred. I think there it's you go, like three hundred. So there's a hell of a lot, and they can be quite addictive, but they also once the kind of novelty of them runs off, they they do kind of uh, uh, drain on you a little bit. So yeah, I, I've been picking through some of the ones you get achievements for, some of the ones you actually get good gear for as well. But there's uh, some of them where you get um, some extra item slots, which is quite cool. Because you only start with two item slots, you can get up to four if you do the right uh, side missions. I'm doing that sort of thing. Um, and I've been obviously I've gone into this game. This is my first ever Final Fantasy game. I've gone into this completely blind, but with an open mind, I'd say, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been enjoying it like a lot. Um like I said, I'm flying through it quite quickly. Um I really like the um the combat in the game. Just it's it's just so simple um and so addictive. Uh, I'm not good at like hack and slashy action games. If you if you want me to do a combo and it's more than two buttons, then you're in trouble. Like I, I I'm not remembering that. I'm never doing it. Uh, so the fact that there's pretty much one button and then there's the magic buttons works in this game's favor like dramatically for me. Um, I'm guessing the the combat has changed quite a lot from the original. That's one thing not, I'm going to see. Not that much. As the... in, do you mean the original Final Fantasy or do you mean the original version of Crisis Core? The original Crisis Core, yeah, yeah. No, it's pretty much not the same. that much. The DMW's changed a bit. It used to be more random, I think, but that's about yeah, it. Yeah, the main core, that's how it played on PSP. Oh, really? That's quite, that's quite impressive. Mm-hmm. It's um, very similar to um, Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Very similar okay, nice. to Kingdom Hearts. Nice. Uh, yeah. Both Nomura, obviously. <laughs> I'm enjoying it a lot. I'm, I'm kind of like... The story, like I'll be into for a bit, and then I'll be like, ah, oh, I'm I'm losing interest, and then it kind of like grabs me again. I'm like, oh no, I, I actually understand what's going on again now. I'm I'm back with you, and then I'm just kind of in the cycle of that at the moment. But Dave has told me that the ending is good, so the ending is good. I'm sticking with it in a, in a, in a big hope for a, a big dramatic ending. Yeah, I can't remember the order of the chapters, and obviously there's no spoilers, but there there, is, there comes a point where shit changes and it gets crazy. 
Nice, nice. Um, see, I, I mean, I'd really recommend it. Uh, I, I weirdly, before I knew we were getting coached for it, I think I watched the review. Obviously, the hashtag sponsored. Yeah, Carry on. I watched the, um, the, the game cash review, and they were quite down on it, I thought. Um, and I'm, I'm weirdly, as the person who has no real interest in Final Fantasy, a lot more positive than they are, I think. I think um, it's. I think it's not a game that. Um, it's not a game that right now hits for reviewers because obviously they have to rush through it, and you know what I mean. Whereas I think with the the way that we play games, you kind of appreciate a bit more. Um, yeah, I'll obviously talk about that game as well when yet. I get to um, to my section. But um, yeah, it's it's fun to see that you're enjoying. It. I mean, it, obviously we've talked about this on the show. It sucks that you're not going to be able to play arguably the best version of that world because it's only on playstation and uh, pc but yeah yeah but yeah it's, it's weird it's got this um like the old school feeling to it you know it can you can tap say uh kind of like a remaster of a of an older game the way you kind of have to load in and out of levels but obviously now playing on modern tech you load in very fast which i'm gonna assume probably wasn't the case back in the day oh no yeah oh, no. it kind of reminds me a little bit of the like the destroy all humans games it's got that like it feels like you're playing like an old um fashion game but without kind of the like the pain in the ass of playing an old fashioned game. Yeah. Um so yeah, no, I'm I'm really enjoying it. We definitely recommend it, even if you're like me, uh, on the Xbox and have no interest in Final Fantasy but you just want to give it a go. I would definitely recommend giving it a go. Oh and, and the music as well is phenomenal. It's so <laughs> fucking good. I I played pretty much this whole game with headphones on just because I had the music so good. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So I've uh, been enjoying the music a hell of a lot. I think I might have to just lend you my PS4, Greg, so you can play through um, remake. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I've we'll got see. a spare one lying around. Yeah, I got a spare one as well. So, <laughs> so like, everyone has PS4s. PS4s now, obviously. But other than that, Craig, have you bought anything? Because it's been Christmas. No. Have you got anything for presents? No. Any gift, no, gift cards did, you want to spend? Yeah, yeah. No, I did get a um. Uh, Xbox uh, gift card. Xbox. Uh, I, I think it's 25 quid. So uh, I will be looking That's out. That's a for lot something. of Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, looking out for something <laughs> digitally. Um, that I was thinking maybe some DLC because I, I haven't bought the um, Resident Evil. Resident Evil DLC. Yeah, I don't know how much that is, but if I see that go on a sale, then that might go towards that. If if the uh, the Dirt Five DLC ever goes on sale, Dave, right? <laughs> maybe one day. One day. Possibly in in 2026. So yeah, I, I do have that to spend uh, at some point. Lovely. Mm. Lovely, well. I suppose the complete opposite end of the spectrum is uh, Chris Pengelly. So Chris, what did you? Uh, what have you been playing? What have you bought? Well, I played, uh, I played a little bit of Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion. I think I've done the first two chapters, so not a much of that at the moment um but i have played i enjoying it obviously loved it back in the day it's like my favorite final fantasy apart from nine um this is really one of those weird ones like i'm no rush sort of like to play it because i've played it before but i uh, you know definitely want to um finish it um games i have finished though i finished dark pictures anthology the devil in me that's the newest one of them out of How many four, in are we now on these? That was number four. That was the season finale, and they announced season two's games called Direct. The first one of that called Directive Eight O Two Zero something, and it's in space. But it's kind of like 
alieny type thing. Um, there was no sort of like actor or anything in the trailer, uh, stuff like and like the main like actor they've got on this one like they've had Sean Ashmore and Will Potter's a woman called Jessie Buckley who I've never heard of, but she was nominated for an Oscar like in twenty twenty one. So I guess they can go. We got a nominated Oscar person in this game, but um, yeah, I have no idea of the next one. Wish they would like almost give up on that and focus more on like things like the quarry. Um, yeah, because the quarry was it was much better than this. But then like this twenty quid like brand new after like a like a sort of like a month and you know you know what you're sort of getting. You're getting like a five hour sort of uh, movie which you can um play it's fine for what it is like like i play them like every year because we've had one every year so don't know if i have a break seeing this as the season finale and then we got a season premiere like maybe i'll have like a year or two off and then we come back with the director if you like these sort of games you'll like this one if you don't like these sort of games you won't like this one it's not really going to change your opinion if you've not tried one like man of a dance better until dawn on like PS4 or the Quarry, I would say uh, better from Supermassive as well. So, um, Bat finished. I got for Christmas Sonic Frontiers, um, which I'm playing the PS5 version, um, which I've almost sort of done the story of the first island. I played it sort of like one day and... You know, I thought, oh, let's see what Sonic's like. If down the PS5 version is downloaded, and I just kept playing until like near the end of um, the first island on that. I believe you've been played it on Switch, Dave. I am currently playing it on Switch. Yes. Nice. Now, how far are you in? I'm about three hours in at the moment. Nice. Um, so I guess we're about the same place. Yeah. I don't know how uh, sort of thing. Um, I just got there slower with the worst frame rate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm playing in the 60 frames uh, mode, which is available. So there is a 4K native version of your mode if you want, but it's in 30 frames. So uh, I've sticked it to 60 frames on that. Oddly, I've been I've started and I mentioned on here I still think it might be a doable of a platinum. It's just depending how quick I can be before it goes offline at the end of February. That's Babylon's Fall, which is meant to be the worst game of 2022, according to Metacritic. Um, I'm actually quite liking it. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I don't know if, like, obviously the reviews when the game came out, I don't, because it's like a destiny type live surface game game hence why i'm saying it's going offline the end of february if like maybe the battle pass was awful maybe the drops of loot was not great maybe the monetization was bad obviously there's no battle pass now there's no monetization like i've already got i think three of the four sort of trophies for like having like legendary like stuff so i don't know if the drops are better and that um the art style is weird it like i'm playing the ps5 version of the game so it's like 60 frames etc but you wouldn't think it was a ps5 game looking at it you would even say it's like early ps4 maybe late ps3 because of the weird art style they've chosen so maybe that put people off but the combat's really good like it's made by platinum and you know, you if you dodge perfectly, you get a bit thing, a bit like Witch Time from Bayonetta and stuff like that. So the combat is fun, fine. Um, 
the art style is weird, but the loot and that drops I've had have been fine, but maybe that's been changed since uh, launch. And there is people still online. Um, obviously, most of them are like high level, and I presume they're just grinding for loot, etc., for the remaining trophies. But I have played with some random people and stuff on uh, Bear, and it's been you know, actually surprisingly um, quite good. Um, so, weird one, you're either going to have to jump in like now if you want to play it, or... You know, come March, it'd be totally, uh, uh, you know, dead. But I've definitely played much worse games than Babylon's Fall. You know, like Chocoro GP came out last year from Square. Miles worse than Babylon's uh, Fall. So I can only think it's the monetization. And then I started late last night, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus, which is the fighting Grand Blue um, game by Arc System Works. I haven't touched the story mode yet. I've been picking up like the weird sort of like trophies, like does you know do your avatar and stuff like that. I've played some online because there's trophies linked to online, so I have won a online rank battle, so I can get my trophy for that, which is surprisingly like rare. It's like a twelve, only twelve percent of it's got it, and it's like, like okay, you got to be fairly, I guess, good to win a game, but just, you know, it's not just it's based on your rank so it tied me with someone else that obviously hasn't played the game so that and there's like get your like your rank um placement you know for the season and all those sort of um trophies and then i'm going to go trying to go for the two like the tutorial trophies and stuff like that do get all them out of the way and then start on the um sort of the rpg story mode of the game which is like five six hours and isn't an anime cutscene like uh guilty gear it's actual uh, game with stuff to unlock and trophies and stuff like that so that is what i've been playing lovely pengi lovely yeah. <clears throat> not too bad at all so as for your boy, actually, I play more Fire Emblem Fates on 3DS. I'm plugging away at that. I think I'm on I chapter four. I swear now. to God, as my witness, you do this every week where you say you're done, and mm. as soon mm. as I start talking, mm. you jump back in. Craig, Craig, can you confirm? He does this no, I mean, week. there's always some nonsense that he's forgotten about in there. <sighs> but anyway, Fire Emblem on the 3DS to one side. Um, <laughs> what have I got? So for Christmas, I got quite a lot of video games actually. So I got um, WRC Generations on the Xbox, which is the last, uh, God, what the studio called. It's the last one before it goes to EA, put it that way. So I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but um, got that for Christmas. I also got Story of Seasons, Friends from Mineral Town. Is that right, Pengy? Uh, yes. But I got that on Xbox as well. Um, been meaning to play more of these games, and as I've said privately to at least Craig, I want to support the devs that make these games more so it's one of those where like it's they've put the game on xbox they're putting the next one on xbox why not play on xbox i'm not going to be as stressed about trophies by playing it on xbox and i'm also not going to have to worry about the nintendo switch tax of the extra 15 quid i think it was if i bought it on switch so i'm gonna play it on xbox and um, see if it is i've also heard good things about that game so really excited to play it and play it on xbox um Stick it's Wonderful it. Life, the next one coming to Xbox. It is also coming to Xbox, yeah. It's £35 pre-order. Mm. So um, if I like this one, maybe I'll get that as well. It's called, it's called well, the games the one, are coming that, to Xbox. Well, that's so. the one that's the remaster on the GameCube. So. Yeah, so that's the GameCube remaster, and this one is a remaster of a three uh, GBA game, I believe. Mm. Um, which I think it was also a remaster of a SNES game in Japan, but who knows. 
Is that like uh, Inception if you got a remaster or a remaster? Right, it's like, well, I call it the Last of Us tax, right? So just keep remaking it. But they've actually changed some of the game in this one, so that's quite exciting. But um, yeah, sticking with Xbox in terms of bought, I think... Now, one other game I bought on Xbox, I bought Sonic Origins in the New Year sale because I had some money for Christmas that was an Xbox gift card. So I picked up Sonic Origins. So I think I paid £16 for it. Um, it's Sonic 1, 2, and 3 in CD and Knuckles. It's great. You know, gotta love Sonic. Gotta go fast, Craig. Um, on the PlayStation side of things, the only thing I got, my <clears throat> my in-laws got me a um, PlayStation gift card for Christmas. So thanks, uh, Rach and Jeff. And I picked up uh, New Tales of the Borderlands with that gift card. I'm yet to play it, but it's, it's there ready. Obviously, Craig, you're going to sense a theme here. And on the Nintendo Switch for Christmas, from my, my dear old rents, I got... Um, oh, God, I never, never get this out. Mario Strikers Battle League. Is that right, Penguin? Yes. And I got Bayonetta 3. So I've got plenty of Switch games to play. So that'll be... That's that's what I've bought, or slash got in as presents. Quite a lot of games, you'll have to think you'll all admit, but it's basically just gift cards being used, if I'm honest. And I don't... I don't need anything else, so I might as well just get video games. Um, as for what I've been playing, um, I've been playing an awful lot of Crisis Core as well on the Xbox. I'm not as far as Craig, but I've been, I'll be honest with you, I'm addicted to the mission mode. So even though I'm not really a high enough level for some of the missions, I just keep throwing myself at it because I think it's fun. Um, and I've got most of the summons and all that kind of stuff done now as well. But yeah, really enjoying that game, much like Craig. I played it back in the day um, on the PSP, and it obviously runs a lot better. Like I said, there's no load times. It's really strange that it goes back to like the same cinematic movie sometimes though, so the, so the movies look worse than the game, because the game obviously on Xbox and PS5 is like really 4K'd up and looks gorgeous. But yeah, it's enjoyable, it's an enjoyable little um, action RPG, and obviously because it's been made for a handheld, it, it has handheld structure, which I really like, because I just don't have the, the capacity to sit there for three hours anymore, so like the fact that you can come in do a mission takes like five ten minutes and then you you can bounce out and you've achieved something is really cool um like i said to craig the story is really good and we'll see what he thinks at the end of that um sticking with xbox i have actually played a lot more of persona 5 royal as well um and on this handheld mobile i've just been chilling around with my girlfriend i think i'm at the end of the second palace which is further than i've ever been before so i feel like once i've tipped over that i'll be fully in wanting to get fully invested wanting to get to the end really enjoying it really enjoyable game um obviously on game pass it runs really well as i've talked about before and if you have game pass i do recommend it and works really well on the mobile app as well um, is that still with your um your game sir yes i've been playing it. i play it pretty much exclusively on the game sir in bed at night um yes. it works fine for that like, i don't really have a text issue too much i've got quite, i mean i've got pixel 6 so it's quite a big phone but yeah not had any real issues um playing it on that and obviously it doesn't require particularly quick inputs so um it's all good fun yeah i really recommend playing the game that and um say like a dragon i think it worked really well in that kind of scenario and what else have i played i've played so much i did start actually lego star wars the skywaker saga last night and uh ooh, nice that's not great oh it's not oh, really yeah it's yeah. not really like any of the other lego games um there's a combo system with different buttons um and it kind of just moves you around quite quickly as opposed to like you know like the lego games you do a level and then you bounce out to like a hub world and then you do another level it's not really like that um it's kind of hard to explain like if it's on game pass i'd recommend giving it a go see if it clicks with you a bit more but say so my partner and i were very bored of it very quick we actually ended up downloading the original lego lego star wars 2 on 360 
and we played that for about two hours after instead, which we, we found much more enjoyable. But yes, I can see why some people are a bit eh about it now. Because I think the gameplay is fine, but it's just kind of the, the level structure just isn't that enjoyable. Because it's not really in-depth enough to hold an interest, unless you're a massive Star Wars fan. And even then, it's kind of like handholdy. It's really hard to explain, but I say, play um, the opening parts of Episode 1, Craig, and then you'll, I think you'll probably agree with me, um, unfortunately. Yeah, yes. I think I've got it installed. Um, it's on the on to the, the classic. I'd get to it at some point. <laughs> right. Well, I've got a whole list of that, so I'm worried about that. <laughs> and then I think that's it for Xbox. I think that's all I've played. A bit more of Hive Life. That game's really funny. I just do it. I just do like a boss a day. It's just fun. Um, nothing on PlayStation other than Ratchet and Clank, which I'm still playing. Um, I'll probably get done with that soon. Me and Chris can talk about that a bit more. Mm. And then on Switch. Uh, I've just been pottering around. I started uh, Lady Layton because I've had that in my backlog for a while. Um, quite enjoying that cute little puzzle game. I have a whole list of um, backlog that games. Right. Is that the original Switch release or is that the deluxe Switch release? The deluxe Layton? Switch release I have. Yeah. But that's really bizarre that it got like a remaster on the Switch even though it was on the Switch. I mean Nintendo, right? That's what they do. Endless remasters and ports. Level 5, I believe. Yeah, but you know what I mean. But yeah, I'm enjoying that, and then I'm actually about to start um, Kirby's Forgotten Land, because I borrowed that off Craig, and I want to get that um, get that played. I just had, I watched a like a a roundup video for someone from the year, and I saw that, I was like, oh, you know what, I borrowed that off Craig, I should really get to that soon. So that'll probably be the next Switch game I get to. But yeah, lots of games (laughs) that I've acquired. So... So I can rest my voice. I can't even rest my voice actually because I've got to read all this out, haven't I? So we've 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 tasked the boys, tots, 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 with our game of the year awards. Now, obviously, we're strange. We do this um, at the start of the next year, Craig, so the year is complete. Pepsi. All right. Yeah. So the structure. We can actually play the games that come out in December, right, Craig? And then play them the games we've missed out on over our Christmas break, which is the bit we have the most amount of time for. Incredible. Uh, so um, the structure of this year is a slightly different to last year's. Um, we basically the only combined award is the Game of the Year award because that's the one that makes sense. So what I'm basically going to do is I'm going to go for each of the sections, read out what the boys have put in, what I've put in, and we're going to just have a little chat about it. So are you ready, boys? Yes. So the first category I tasked the boys with doing was the backlog game of the year. So that's a game from a previous year that was played this year. It doesn't have to come out this year, but they've played it this year. So we'll start with me because it's just easy. My uh, top five in number five first was Infamous Second Son, which I did a uh, hard mode playthrough. Got the platinum, which I believe you. Well, I was going to say you got the platinum. I've I got the platinum. Did like. Really enjoyed that game. Um, loved it when I first when I first played it, and I loved it just as much playing it again on hard mode. Um, number four, which is a controversial number four, then it's above Infamous, is Pokemon Shining Pearl, um, which I played from last year. Really? It's my least awful. favorite Pokemon game that I played this year. But I still enjoyed it a lot. I still played it for 30 hours, so I can't really say I didn't enjoy it. Just the one you guys were moaning was really boring. Yeah. It's so boring. I'm really confused. It's so boring. So, Pokemon Shining Pearl is slightly less boring than Infamous because I played Infamous on hard mode. So that kind of dragged me a little bit, right? And yeah, yeah. I'd done all the fun bits. Like, I'd done all the collectible bits. Like, it was just literally like beating my head against a brick wall to get it done. Um, and Shining Pearl's end game is kind of fun. It's like end game, post game is kind of fun. So that's kind of where it slightly peaked above Infamous Second Son. But as you'll find out from the next three, it hasn't peaked particularly high. <laughs> so um, number three, I chose Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars, which is the first Voice of Cards game I played that at the very start of the year um, on my Switch. And I loved it. I thought it was a really fun game. I essentially got the platinum, quote unquote, on um, 
on Switch, did all the side quests, got all the ultimate weapons, did all the shenanigans, loved it. I would highly recommend that, that series. I think it's a really fun series. Uh, number two is a bit of a rogue one here, Craigo. This is uh, Donkey Kong Jungle Beat on the Wii. <laughs> really enjoyed that when I played that earlier in the year. I remember talking to Chris What's about that. What's that like on the Wii? Because obviously that's actually way better bongos. than it is on the on the, the GameCube because you oh, have just the bongos. So yeah. I so I didn't use the bongos. I played it on Wii. So you can actually control the character with the stick, which is obviously better. And then you just do the the fighting actions with the sort of motion controls, and it's fine. It works really well. I really enjoyed it. I How many bongos do you have? Uh, I don't have any bongos, Craig. I played it with a Wii. Yeah, four. So, okay. Chris is ready for four-player Donkey Kong at any time. Yeah, you got to be ready. But yeah. I'm waiting for like Dave's house party, and we have four-player uh, Donkey Kong. Well, one of us gets a house. I think that'll probably we'll have to crack the bongos out. But um, yeah. and my number one was Miles Morales, uh, which I played again. Uh, New Game Plus it to get the platinum on PS5. Uh, incredible game. Um, really fun and arguably the most fun of the Spider-Man games because um, it's a little bit shorter and his his combat's a little bit more fun but there we go, that was my top 5 backlog games so let's Thank move you. on to Mr. Chris Pengelly yeah, are you ready for this Craig? yeah I can only imagine so number 5 for Chris Pengelly he chose, I don't even know realize you played this Pengelly, but you chose Toem yeah which was, I played uh, that on Switch this year Ah, I see. I see. I'm sorry. Yeah, I bought it in a sale. It was like five or six quid. I had like decent thing. Now I think it was like Greg Miller's like favorite one of his favorite games of last. I want to say last. I was gonna say last year, isn't it? But I mean like 2021, not 2022. Um, well, not 100% sure because I so I remember chat about it and I thought it's like five or six quid on uh, Switch. So I picked it up, and it was uh, most enjoyable. There you go. Chris Pengelly, everyone. So, and then his number four was, and that this game didn't come out this year. Nope. Number four. I played it in January. Okay. Shin Megami Tensei Five. Yes. Did you switch that game? Strategy. Pardon? I thought you hated that game. Uh, it's uh, it's um not the best <laughs> JRPG. <laughs> Backtracking. But it's, it's, so... it's boring. There's only so many games I had for the backlog. Being out of the 53 games I finished last year, most of Crikey. them were from 2022, so I only had a small selection to go from anyway. I think I had like seven to pick from. And so. Toem was worse than this. That's really put Toem off for me, Christ. Right. Don't think Toem's on, uh, on Xbox, Craig, I wouldn't worry. That's uh, right. Uh, next up for Chris, we had Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory. Yeah. Was a Kingdom Hearts rhythm game, I believe. It is a Kingdom Hearts uh, rhythm game, and it is canon, so you have to, you know, play it. Be ready for Kingdom Hearts Four. Craig. Well, you you got to be ready for Kingdom Hearts Four. Okay. Um, In twenty twenty seven. Next, we had Chris finally finishing a game Kojima has made, and that is Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker. Mm-hmm. Now I'm confused, Chris. Yeah. Because I, your number one here is God of War Three. Yes. But now, my understanding is you played God of War Three and then cheesed it. With glitches and shit to get the platinum. Uh, yes. So you like that more than Peace Walker? Uh, yeah, because I sort of play God of War, uh, War 3 slightly properly. And I would say it's the better game than Peace Walker as well. It, um... so. Can you believe that, Craig? Can you believe any of those words? <laughs> Contro- I mean, controversy with Chris Mengele is just, you know, it's hand in hand. hand, in hand. And that's what we love him for, right? That's what he's here for. Yeah, but anyway. God of War 3. The problem with Peace Walker is a little bit sort of like... It's rubbish? Cro- no, it's not really <laughs> rubbish. It's, another thing. it's a bit like Crisis Core. It was made, obviously, for the PS3 
PVPs, like the mission structure and stuff of it. And, you know, Crisis Core's got a full-on, like, rematch. Uh, which is close to a uh, remake. But Peace Walker was just playing, like, the 360 remaster and stuff like that. And it's definitely showing its age um, sort of thing. If I played it back in the day on PSP, which I, I still don't know how I miss this on PSP, um, then maybe I would have... Because you hate handhelds. No, but I've, Birth by Sleep is one of is my favourite Kingdom Hearts game. Played that on PSP. Crisis Core is like my second favourite um, Final Fantasy. Played that on PSP. You know. Right. Lovely. Yeah. Craigo. Now, Craig's list is full of very good games, so... Uh... Let's be, let's be I try, Dave. I, you know, I try, mate. You try. So number five, he's got Death Store. Yeah, this was actually on the. This is on the backlogger challenge, and this was the one that I put on there, and we were all like, "Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do that." And I, I randomly did. I did it. It came to Game Pass, and it's, uh, it's very good. It's very fun. It's been it's, be a, it's it's be a Zelda like. It's one in my installed. Will I play never playlist? I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, it might be a Zelda like. So you boys should like it. But, yeah. I, I don't like Zelda. I like Breath of the Wild, remember? Um, <laughs> number four, Craig's got Chorus. Yes. It was a um, surprise on Game Pass. I, I liked it as much as I did. It's a, a space combat game. Quite, yeah, uh, very good game, nice. Yeah, it's, it's really fun. A few technical issues, if I remember correctly. I had some uh, some crashing and whatnot. Um, but by the end of this, uh, I did a lot of side quests. I was an absolute fucking god, Dave. Yeah. Oh my god, I could destroy some shit. I could. I had some crazy abilities. Yeah, I was. I was all over that shit. Love that. Well, in the biggest comeback story since anything, we got uh, Craig putting Life is Strange: True Colors at number three of his backlog games. I really like this. Madness. Madness. <laughs> I really liked True Colors. Um, it's definitely the best of like this little genre of the life is strange and the tell me why's sort of things. Um, actually, it's actually got quite a good story with somewhat decent characters, quite a nice little setting. Um, and it plays pretty well. doesn't feel like you're playing a, you know, a, one of the old uh, Telltale games. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's really fun. Love that. Number two, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Yes, I think I've had this all the way back in January. Um, one that I actually bought as well. I think the rest are all Game Pass. Cost me 20 quid. Uh, it's 20 quid well spent, David. It's good, good, good it's game. It's another forward installed to the... one that's on the backlog for me. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the DLC of this, definitely. It could be one for your gift card, Craig, couldn't it? Hell yeah. Uh, next up, Craig has put at his number one is a game that I kind of knew. I think we all knew this was going to be his number one. That is uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. What a fucking game, boys! What a game! <laughs> you, you, you. This is one of those where you two should be ashamed of yourselves that you've not finished this, and I have. Yeah, absolutely ashamed of yourselves. I think you both bought this as well. Ah, mm. uh, well, yeah. I think, I think, so. I think, I think it's been bought, bought, bought and sold. Kids. <laughs> yeah, by both of you. <laughs> Probably multiple times by Chris. I expect. I'm, I'm different. Uh, different hardware. I believe I have access to it via Plus and via Game Pass. Game. You still haven't fucking played it. Uh, I've played it, just not finished it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a long game. I will, yeah. you know, I'm being honest. It's, it's, it's a it's a long experience, as Chris would say. It is one of um, those that, to be honest with you, with the, the with the game, sir, it does have a little bit of a chance. Yeah, I mean it's an awesome game. Once you get into, once it gets going, uh, it's great shit. The combat's amazing, uh, even though it's turn based, and I'm not a big fan of that sort of shit. But, yeah, I mean I'd recommend this to everyone. You too, Chris won't play it ever, but. 
<laughs> if there's a Yakuza game for you, Davey, I think this is this is yeah, the one. I think so. I think you might be right there, sir. So next up, we've got Indie Game of the Year, which was very hard for me to pick three games. <laughs> um, so I'm going to rattle these off really quickly. Number three. I can't uh, imagine there was any crossover with this either. Absolutely sorry. not. Uh, <laughs> number three, I've got Lunastis, which was a... Uh, platformer that came out on the switch which was really fun looked like a sega Saturn mm. game number two i put super kiwi 64 which was a platformer that came to the switch that looked like an n64 game and at number one i had grapple dog which came to switch and xbox and looks like a gba game so grapple dog mm. is my most underrated game of the year i can't believe that no one's heard of it it needs to get played craig it needs to get played this is one that I looked last. Was it last time? It had like forty players on Xbox. Or right, it's madness <laughs> yeah. to me. Like it is such a good game. It needs to go and go on Game Pass, doesn't it? The, yeah. de- the developer just needs to take that little, take that little bit of a puppy feels uh, money. And just get on Game Pass. But yeah, that was my indie games. Um, Pengi had at number four. He had My Name Is Mayo Three. Christ. Then he had uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge at number three. Yeah, wasn't so sure this if that is, counted. I didn't know it counted because um, Tribute Games are an independent studio, and obviously it was published by. Is it .mu published it? Yeah. So it is it indie, but then I thought was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, no, because of the IP, I was like, eh. So I better put a fourth one just in case. Yeah, I didn't even think about it as indie. I did have it down near the bottom of my game of the year, just as spoilers. Yeah, spoilers from Craig. Um, next up, uh, Peggy had Behind the Frame, which I have never heard of. You've, you've not heard of Behind the Frame? No, no I don't think I have. Uh, so this is... I was going to say Annapurna published it, but I don't think they did. But it's, it, you could imagine it being an Annapurna game. It's you know, it's about half an hour, hour long, um, you know, experience with, um, you know, they're going through the story of um, two characters and their relationship cut old through the medium of art in the game. Christ, Dave, have you just thrown up like I have? I've made a mess. I, bla- I blacked out. <laughs> the music right. is really good on it as well. My carbonara is everywhere. Lovely, lovely, lovely choice of meal there from Kruger. Um, and number one, very unsurprising for Chris, we've got Neon White. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Crikey. Right, so uh, now... yeah, Neon White is great. Now we move on to the subscription game of the year. Um, I did got... You did it mine! Oh, yeah. oh, I forgot Craig loves it. Right now. Uh, so Craig had Tiny Kin, Nobody <laughs> Saves the World, and Immortality. You okay. So Craig's Craig got. Um, Craig has literally Craig? just said, and I quote, Game Pass. That's all Craig's written on this. What was his number two? It was Tiny Kin, Nobody Saves the World, and Immortality. Okay. Good selection of games Great right there. So, I mean, you'll probably hear from a few of these later on on Craig's list, almost. Mm. Last year, Craig was a weeb. This year, Craig is an indie bitch. So. What's crazy? And, he and he's never and he's never heard of behind the frame, so you know. Yeah, I mean he's not a loser. Like Oh, it's not an Xbox, I don't think so. Anyway, Chris's Xbox hate carries on. Um subscription game of the year, the Craig Warren Award, which was its previous life. Um we'll we'll shoot for these pretty quick again, because obviously I my voice is gonna k- die very soon. Um I've got Persona Five Royal at number three, High on Life at number two, and F one twenty twenty one. That's my number one. Played that game via uh, EA Play and very much enjoyed it. Very good game. Uh, Chris Pengelly has got Stray on PS Plus. Here's one for Craig. Life is Strange Before the Storm Remastered on Stadia Pro. What on earth? God rest. Did you actually play that again? 
Yeah, remember I actually I played it actually is the one Stadia game that I finished in 2022. Um, the last did, you, one. did you buy that on Switch as well? Have you played yes, it again I yet? bought the Life is Strange Arcadia Bay collection on uh, Switch. So I have Before the Storm downloaded because um, that's a code in a box and on the actual cartridge is the remaster of the first Life is Strange. Shocking. Chris will literally do anything to suck off Square Enix. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, and number one, the only good game Chris is going to talk about today, and that is Football Manager 23 via Game Pass. Yeah. Nice. So, yeah, I thought I'd spread it around. I have a plus game, I have a pro game, I have a Game Pass game. You know, give all three. Well, pro's obviously dead now, but you know what I mean. What all about three a bit the Switch well. Online? Um, I guess the Mario expansion pack. I did play yeah. Mario Kart 64 yesterday, so. Mario Kart um, 8 expansion pack is the Switch one. Okay. Um, Craigo, won't forget about him this time, Mr. Game Pass. He chose Yakuza Like a Dragon, a 3, obviously, which you've already talked Hell about. Yeah. Uh, Immortality, which is yeah. um, indie Game Pass fodder, obviously. Um, Craig likes and number one uh, again a game we're going to hear about again from Craig later on and that is Plague Tale Requiem yeah there's a lot of uh, a lot of crossover for Game Pass and subscription for me obviously. when you're Mr. Game Pass you know you've even got a little trophy now Craig so hell yeah so uh, next award was the worst purchase award and the only time today we have a unanimous three way even Chris agreed even Chris agreed oh, all three of us put nice. And I quote Chris's Steam Deck. <laughs> right, wait, you surely you have to put your own worst. Nothing we've so done is as bad as your Steam Deck, Chris. Yeah. I thought Craig was going to put the Switch on it because it only literally lasts like two months. And I, I, I actually couldn't think of one for you, Dave. So but my, my was, one maybe that was, was for me could was, um, and was the um, Destiny 2 expansions. Okay. Oh yeah, that's a terrible decision. That was the worst decision I made. Chris's game was uh, Paparazzi. Was the worst game. Did you did you pay money for that or did you play it on Game Pass? No, it was on Game Pass. Yeah, so you right. didn't purchase that. So uh, we'll have no. gone for Chris's Steam Deck. Um, the only award it's going to win this year is worst purchase of pop. Yeah. So thank you, Chris. I um, I, I knew I should have put something for me, but I, it's it's such clear and obvious that you know there was only yeah, going to be one you, winner. There was no VAR required for um. No. <laughs> So, um, right, we're going to start with Craig with this one because he's been a bit shenanigan-y. The remaster, remake, slash port of the year. Um, Craig has literally just put Crisis Core. He's not put two, he's not put three. Um, I don't think... So, I, I had to go back and check. I think that's the only, like, remaster I've played. Which is mental, considering who... Yeah. Made, considering video we, um, games in 2022. We, uh, you know, we moan about this too much, this sort of shenanigans going on, but clearly, clearly you can avoid it, you know? You don't, you don't have to... Destroy all humans too this year? Not yet. No. I'm um, waiting for it to be about 15 quid or come to Game Pass. Yeah, I, I was going to play it and then um, about 20 games all dropped on Game Pass at once and I've not played it since. It just keeps on happening. They keep dropping them. There be no other remasters or anything on Game Pass. No, he's better no, than us. But I've, yeah. yeah had, I don't... I've had to literally get him a code for him to have something for this award. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um... So yeah, that is the only one eligible, and a, and a worthy winner as well, I'd say. If um if I'd only played one and it was rubbish, I wouldn't have put anything. But that's fair. Yeah, I mean that's the best review anyone can give, isn't it? Really. Um, exactly. Chris obviously could have put forty games here, but we'll we'll do the three that he did go for. Uh, at number three, he chose Live Alive or Live Alive or Live Alive, whatever you want to go for. Live Alive, which was a remake of a Super Nintendo game, which came to the Switch this year. 
Yeah, um, I did play the I played the demo for that. Um, as did I. I thought like it was it okay. Much. It wasn't enough for me to buy it. was rubbish. Yeah, and then I was like, ah, Square Enix. I can't be doing that. Um, second is the aforementioned Life is Strange Before the Storm remaster on Stadia. Or and Switch, I guess. Um, and mm. number one is a game I know Chris talked about quite a lot. Um, also the winner of his anime Big Titted Game of the Year award, and that is 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim, which came to Switch this year. Yes. Lots of fan service. Lots of fan service for Pengi. As for your boy, my top three. At number three, uh, again, with a theme here, uh, Persona 5 Royal. Uh, nine hours so far on Xbox, love it. Just need to finish that bitch tonight this year. Um, number two, Final Fantasy Crisis Core. Much like Craig, and like we talked about earlier, really enjoying that game. Um, very, very upset that the rest aren't coming to Xbox because it's fun to play them all in one place. And number one, which is a very rogue choice here, and that is the PlayStation 1 port of Ape Escape, which came to PS4 and PS5 this year via Plus. Loved the shit out of the eight hours I played of that game, Craig. We do actually have a winner then for this category. We have some crossover. It is Final Fantasy Crisis Core is the combined uh, winner of this war. Hashtag sponsored. Hell yeah. There's some good I, in this world, Dave, and it's worth yeah, fighting I just, for. Like the free I put, obviously, I've all uh, finished, but like what I've played of Crisis Core and obviously my previous history, it is uh, worth the uh, winner. Absolutely. Right, so here's the big one. So yes. there is. I'm only going to do a top three. But uh, afterwards, I will talk about our own personal top threes. Okay? Yeah, sure. Hell yeah, David. So the combined top three um, in third place with a massive 12 points is Pokemon Legends Arceus. Woo! So big shout. So all three of us played that game. Uh, why did it not make your top 10, Craig? Because it's bloody awful. Right, okay, fair enough. I mean, they can't it's really a, get, it's they can't a really shocking get game. <laughs> I mean, I'm shocked that you two haven't played uh, 10 games better than that this year. I haven't played 10 games that came out this year. Like, it was a real struggle. I was, I, this is I'm... the Outriders from last year, isn't it? When yeah, like, when, we get, when we get to the list in a minute, and I'll go through them in more detail, you'll see. Um, okay, and number two in our list, Chris Pengeli. Yeah. With a massive 14 points. Yeah. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Woo! Craig has not played this, sadly. Um, and number one, any predictions? Um, oh, I know what it is. It's going to be my number three. And I don't know why Craig. So it is actually it. both of your number threes uh, with okay. a massive sixteen points. And I actually, because I haven't played this yet, I've actually borrowed Craig's version. Thank you, Craig. I suspect it would have made my list as well. Um, and that is Triangle Strategy. I'm, to be fair, I'm very glad that this is one and not a bloody Pokemon game. <laughs> I mean, the top three is very heavily Switch. Um, no, all three Switch exclusive, all JRPGs. So leave Triangle Strategies on PC. Uh, okay, Switch console exclusive. Okay. Um, and I believe the Steam Deck is a console. Yeah, it's the PC. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, very. I mean, let's be honest. Very good year for Nintendo. So I'll just quickly go through our lists. I'll go through mine because mine's the easiest to go through. Obviously, I'm the only person with any credibility because mm. our most played game, all three of us, I've put on the list. You two haven't because you're both scumbags. So number ten, <laughs> I have for years that Football Manager isn't a game. It's like I, every if you go back to every single podcast and we've done a game of the year, I vote for Football Manager. So don't you dare say this. Um, number ten, Horizon Forbidden yes. West for me. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that was my number eleven. Yeah, I yeah, it's just too similar to the first game, and it makes some changes which aren't really better for the game. Right. Horizon was below Arceus. That is a fucking that's horrendous. Isn't it? That's honestly, a slap honestly, in the face. Craig, like honestly, like genuinely, Arceus may run like ass. It is more fun than Horizon. Horizon's just kind of boring. Yeah, like it's wow. such a boring game. Um, okay. Number nine, I have Mario Strikers, which would be more, but I've literally only played it for about a week. Um, it would be higher, I think. Uh, I've got my two indie games next, Lunastis at eight and Super Kiwi 64 at seven. Lovely, short, enjoyable games. Uh, number six, I had Kirby's Dream Buffet, um, which is my Kirby game of the year so far, because it's the only one I've played. Um, it's the weird little like Kirby Fall um, for Guys game, Craig. Really fun. I played, I've, Me and my girlfriend played it, actually, on New Year's Eve when we were battered. It was hilarious. Um my number five is Grapple Dog. Again, I wish that they would put it on Game Pass because so I generally think you'd both really love it. So uh, then I, I had Pokemon play. RCS. Uh, then my number three was Football Manager Twenty Three. My number two was Formula One Manager Twenty Two, and my number one was Pokemon Scarlet. So again, the only man of any credibility again is me. Uh, thank you all for your time. So Craigo, just let me get my fucking breath back. Number 10, you had Somerville. Yes. Oof. Yes. Uh, squeaked in uh, at the end. Um, I, lo- I like this a lot more than the uh, reviews. And Pengy from the sounds of that noise. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, the, uh, I played 53 games, finished 53 games last year. Uh, it might make the top 25 uh, push. Wow. Skeeving words there from Pengy. Um, number nine for Krigger was uh, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, I know you both like that game. I haven't actually, actually haven't played it, which is weird because I love that type of game. But um, you're, you're a madman, Dave. It's like two hours long. Mm. It's just one of those things. Like I love beat 'em ups, but I like playing the multiplayer. Yeah, that's is... too fair. I think I played the whole thing multiplayer. It's um, it's got just like drop in, drop out. Uh, well, you need to download it again and play with me, Craig. Yeah, um, that's good fun. Number eight is also a, mo- a multiplayer game. Again, I think this would be on my list as well. This actually had six points, which is the only other game with any crossover. And that was Kirby's Forgotten Land. Um, forgotten, forgotten lands. Um, you enjoyed that quite a lot, I believe, Craig. Yeah, I thought it was alright. I thought it was decent. Um, I don't know if I liked it as much as some people. Don't know where Chris put it on is. Um, Same place. Place. Oh, number eight. Look at that. Look at that. We both agree. Like I said, you and Chris had a couple. Couple like your your the two Switch games you both played were in the exact same place. So, um, uh, yeah, I feel like it would be higher on mine because I like platformers more. But we'll see. I'm. I say I'm literally going to play it tonight. The problem is, it's. Love it. It's an it's okay platform, but I should like those better ones. Just... Yeah, I mean, I don't like. It's funny because I don't really like Mario Odyssey, so I'm really curious what I think of it. Um, but yeah, bless you, bless your Switch, Craig. Yes. Bless your Switch. Um, you had a uh, far far changing tides at uh, number seven. Yep, really good. Little I still not played like that. I should really because I really like the first one. Yep, was that on Game Pass? Was... So you won't like yeah. it. No, the first one's really good. I think I even played it on Xbox. I'm not I, It's I've never heard of it. I'm presuming it's some indie trash. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the. Can you not remember Chris it talking about the game. train game? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This I think, a, again, I this is out. a boat game instead. Uh, it's actually yeah. really good. Chris doesn't like boats. Famously, famously, Chris doesn't like boats. Number six, Craig had as Dusk Falls. Yeah. Oh, that game is dreadful. 
Yeah, Chris well, is really, gonna say that. Chris is really that coming is, out with the scaving. Chris is, thinks a walking simulator is bad, by the way, then it must be horrendous. That is dreadful. But I got stick even on GNamer for that because I gave it a five and five point five at my uh, end of the Was year. its greatest crime course. being Xbox exclusive or Yes. Mm, no, yes. it's just really bad. I don't like the the art styles are horrendous as well. So actually Dave, it's got a really nice um art style. Uh, and it's it's really really well written. The You're not going to sell me on it because you know that's not the type oh, yeah, of trash yeah. that I play. I'm just uh, I'm just you know <laughs> giving some balance to Penguin's sickness. Yeah. Number five, Crick had Tinykin. Again, if I played it more, I think I probably would have agreed with him. Really fun game. Yeah, awesome game. Number four, Nobody Saved the World. Yep, from our friends again, at Dreambox. One that, one that you guys should play. It's very good. Yeah. Again, the backlog never ends. Number three, Craig had Triangle Strategy, which is crazy to me that you've got two games from the Switch in your top ten. And yeah, I don't think I could pay you to turn the bloody thing on at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's two games out of yeah, yeah. I think the rest are all Xbox, aren't they? Oh well, yeah. I mean, you don't um, have anything else, Craig. It's not going to be any calculators. Yeah. <laughs> Unless Craig gone, Craig gone left field, stop putting mobile games in there, and we're in big trouble. The Sky Sports yeah. um, FPL app was number six. <laughs> it's, it's tough. I've, I've played more stuff. I think it's obviously come out. I played Pokemon, but it was rubbish. I played a little bit of You've, you Mario own Strikers. Metroid. I think about this year, though. Um, no, but just in general. Like, I'm trying to Mario think of Strikers, like... and I didn't really like that very no. much. And there wasn't much content, so I didn't obviously that didn't even enter consideration. So yeah, I'm very curious. I mean, obviously we always do a like a 2023 what do we reckon episode, but I'm very curious about the um, the state of your Switch this year because there is going to be quite a lot of Switch games coming out and games you haven't played from previous. So I am interested if there is any hope that it gets played at all this year. I think it will. I think there will be at least two, a month where the Game Pass doesn't do it for you. Um, when that will be, though, who knows? I was about to say, that's a, that's a bold prediction. A bold there, prediction. Well, you know me. I love a bold prediction. Yeah. Uh, number two, you had Immortality. Again, indie trash. Like Fed up of them making yeah. games. You would, uh, you would hate it, Dave. I literally it. clouded it to get a <laughs> um, game reward. And then, oh, I made, yeah, yeah. and then I made sure to delete it from my account so I never <laughs> had to look at it again and number one you had um, Plague Tale Requiem which is um, I would say the Xbox in general game of the year um, yeah it nearly won the true achievements uh, game of the really? year um, it was this and Elden Ring at the end oh, and it was really poor really Elden much Ring. yeah much closer than I thought it was going to be it was like, it was, I think it was the Brexit but I think it was 52 48 <laughs> don't remind me of this <laughs> Um, but yeah, awesome game. Put like the perfect sequel. I've improved on the first game and everywhere. Okay. Well, I, 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 I need to go back to that at some point. We'll see. Yeah, Penguins would love it, but it's on Xbox. I'm on like chapter 6 or 16 or something. You know, I'll go back to it at some point. I really dislike the French, so that would probably stop me from enjoying it. Um, well, you do kill a lot of Frenchies in the series, Dave. So. As a Frenchie, though, you know. I did start the first one. I was quite enjoying it, to be fair. So we'll see. You know what my um my backlog's like. So pe- this is the list everyone wants to see. Right? Chris Pengelly. Yeah. Number ten. And number ten is Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. I didn't even know that came out this year. I thought that was the yeah. year before. That's how long this year's been. February or March, I think, this year. Souls like game. Uh, number nine, you had Neon I White. I on Xbox, so I guess that's technically not my there Xbox game of the year. Chris's Xbox game of the year, a Final Fantasy game, and yet they won't put games on the Xbox anyway. Uh, number nine, Chris had Neon White. Yes. Uh, number eight, you had Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Yes. Uh, Pokemon Violet made seven for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you're really giving me lots of content here, Chris. Uh, Pokemon Legends at six. So you preferred Legends to Violet? 
Yeah, I prefer so just stunning for Violet. I prefer the setting of Legends. Okay. Um, even like the story and like you know, so the I the catching and stuff on that of Violet and Legends over Violet. I went back to Legends after Vi- after Scarlet, and mm. uh, yeah, I vastly prefer Scarlet. Vastly prefer. I think some. I think it's, performance aside, it's as perfect a Pokemon game as you could play. To be honest with you, like I think it's as good as Heart Gold. Just it just runs like trash. Like that's really its only crime. But um, it's quite a big crime, obviously. But yeah. Uh, number five, Bayonetta three. Yes. Very looking forward to getting to this one to myself. Obviously, you're gonna be getting. Uh, there's a Bayonetta game coming out this year as well. So we'll wonder if that makes a. Uh, and our oranges. If that makes top ten this year. Uh, number four, God of War Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Quite low. That's your highest PlayStation game. That is my highest. It is my only PlayStation exclusive. Wow. On that so list. Yeah. Horizon didn't even make the top ten. That would have been eleven. Um, it would have made the top ten if my number two wasn't uh, like allowed. Obviously, so far no Last of Us. Obviously, you couldn't have put that in there. But Last of Us also didn't make your remake reports. So I guess you no, play haven't it. played it yet. So there we go. So God of War. Um, so you did you like God of War Ragnarok more than 2018 or less? No, 2018 is the better game. Did um, it suffer the um, Horizon problem? Or yeah, is this kind of the same. It does a bit. It's just the quality is kept up. Um, you know, you know, um, more than Horizons and stuff like that. Um, in like the side quests and stuff in God of War Ragnarok are really good as uh, well and you know build out that lore and the characters in there um, sort of thing I just think it shows how good my top 3 is because that's like a 9 out of 10 game God of War Ragnarok yeah I got 3 games higher in it love that Pangy. Uh number 3 you had Triangle Strategy mm-hmm. um, you obviously loved it, it was yes. your Square Enix game of the year uh yeah i guess yeah it's my square in its uh game of the year and it got me obviously i played that and i played live live which is not as good um it's doesn't even you know it's not even near the t- uh, top 10 but both of them being 2d hd games has got me more excited for octopath traveler 2 um which comes out in february so yeah i think the only are you th- gonna go back and play the first one uh no first one's fun it's on game pass um, yeah, but number two is like a standalone, like a different story. So you got to think like Final Fantasy to Final Fantasy two. You don't really need to play the first one. Yeah, it's um, Triangle Strategy and the th- so the two D, three D, HD, whatever shenanigans. The Dragon mm. Quest three port is probably the only thing that's going to break my fuck square mood at the moment. Because mm. um, I'm very upset with the way they've treated Xbox, TBH. So um. Yeah, I will. I will play it again. I've borrowed tri- Triangle Strategy off of Craigo, so I will play that so he can sell his Switch games on and make some cash money for Game Pass. But um, yeah, Beer money. Right. But um, at number two, Chris had Thirteen Sentinels Aegis Rim Job, which I'm glad you enjoyed. The anime boobs. Yes, it was very good. And to sum up, Chris's love of anime boobs. Number one is Xenoblade Chronicles Three. Yes, which you both should play because it is. A- Fantastic! One of the best RPGs I've ever played. I see. I love um, the Xenoblade games I have played, but mm. they're just too big. You know, like I just don't have 120 hours in me anymore, especially for something that isn't turn-based. I can cope with 120 mm. hours of turn-based, but I certainly yeah. can't do 120 hours of half turn-based. 
yeah, I was gonna say it's haft, it's not yeah. in it's you can say it's auto battle if you're feeling it's like also lazy. a lot of cat girls, Chris, and you know I don't really like there's, the cat there's girl. a few cat girls. Yeah, that's not really what I'm into. Craig Craig is turning that way. He loves a cat girl, just Craig, but um yeah. some is there cat people in Nino Kuni too? There isn't there. There was yeah. cat people. Yeah, yeah. Nino Kuni. Nino Kuni yeah. remastered was very close to my top three um remakes, remasters, ports. I just didn't play it enough. Again, I think it's probably my biggest Game Pass recommendation to Craig from the Japanese stuff that's been added recently. I love Persona 5, but it might be too Japanese for Craig. But we'll see. I think they're both very good games. Craig yeah. will not play them because he literally has too many games to play. But Yeah, unless we get some sort of uh, good handheld in them, maybe. Yeah, I think with you, it's um if they start to come down in price, like I so said, I've really enjoyed using the game. So if there is a standalone one that comes down in price or like someone does a deal where you can buy like a i don't know like a samsung tablet with a kishi for like 125 quid you know what i mean like that would work fine as long as the screen is big enough for you which is probably a roughly the switch size right that's probably what you're after then yeah maybe well, just, I, just put it on the steam deck just put it on the fucking steam deck put you game can on the steam deck. kind of do it on the steam deck yeah but enough. it's an yeah. absolute shamble as well so yeah microsoft just so. needs to make their own steam deck don't they really or let yeah. that logitech thing come out over here I make it cheaper. Make it about a hundred pounds cheaper. I think that Craig would be, you know, Craig would be all in. Or like you buy it and you get six months of Game Pass, right? That would be that kind of deal. But yeah, yeah it needs something like that definitely. Yeah. But that is our Pod of War game of the year chat. So well done to Square Enix for winning this year. I will be shocked if they win it next year. Um, we obviously uh, yeah, but next year I got Final Fantasy sixteen. It's true, obviously. but me and Craig will not be playing that. I guess they get. But like... Chris has already decided this is his number one. <laughs> no, but it, it might not be my number one. But let's say it's like my number three. I was only going to get eight points. He's already though, decided it's in his top three. Then, I was going to say like, uh, there's there's more chance this year of. I think this to talk about predictions, which we will obviously we're about to do an episode about the fantasy critics. So we can we can end this on some like 2023 predictions. Why not? Let's make it fun. Very few people get this far anyway, so this is all fair. Ass at the end of the day, um, <laughs> I would predict. That me and that I will play more Xbox than I've played this year by quite a long way, in which case opens up um, the Xbox to win Game of the Year awards again, like it used to, when me and Craig mm-hmm. would both play them. The only um, thing is, Craig will play mm, quite a bit of indies and have things like Immortality in like his top one, two, or three. But you'll have, but you'll have like Red Force of Motorsport. I mean. Craig will play Forza Motorsport. What do you think yeah, I'll play Forza with? Yeah, yeah I can see that being like a, like eighth on Craig's. But like I won't like Peggy. And like I, was pricing up, I was pricing up a racing wheel earlier. They're not as expensive as you'd think. <laughs> I love that. So, I, think, like, um, I think for next year as well, one thing to bear in mind is I think third party is going to be much, much stronger than it has been this year. Yeah. Because mm, I, I can see mostly the winner being actually Star Wars Jedi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if I was making a prediction right now, that would be my, like... If I uh, play that this year, then yeah. Because all three of us are mostly playing it. And I'm, see, I'm not going to pre-order it because five or six I'm going or to America like the day after it comes out. So if I see it for under 40 later in the year, because yeah. I'll just sit there and finish it. Let's be honest, what will happen is Mandalorian season whatever is going to come out. I'm going to watch that and then I'm going, oh, I want a Star Wars right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's what's going you. to happen. But, um, Have you yeah, seen Andor yet? No, I'm going to watch that. Oh, watched, my, my, my partner's it's been so here all good. week and she doesn't really like Star Wars. So I've just been 
that would, that would get even this in the Star Wars spirit, Dave. That would get that pre-order back on the cards. Well, we've been watching um, Ted Lasso. So, oh, nice, yeah. So good, by the way, Craig. If you've not watched it, so no, good. Oh, it's so funny. Like you'd love it. Like straight up, you'd love it. But um, yeah, that's one of my predictions. My prediction with the Switch is so I think I'm mostly fascinated by the Switch because obviously they've allegedly cancelled the Switch Two. Well, Switch, Pro. Switch really? Pro. Yeah. The Switch yeah. Pro has allegedly been cancelled. That was in that like three or four days ago. That leak happened, right, yeah. Chris? Yeah. But the Switch or Pro Switch has been cancelled. So what they're likely to do is going to be either a new console get announced for 2025, or there will just be a new Switch for this year, which literally is just like the OLED but with like a better battery. It's yeah, selling that's... too well. So I went into get. So this is again like off the cuff. I went into CX and Game today with my partner. And we walked into CEX and the woman who was there, the, uh, the lady working there, literally said to us, we get wiped out of Nintendo stuff every year. They had like very few Switch games. They had like nothing for the 3DS. We were trying to get... So she works in a, a special needs school. So we were trying to buy some games for them to play on their um, 3DS that they have. And there was like nothing there. And then we went into game. And I'm not lying to you, Craig. I probably saw four games on the shelf for the Switch. It was wiped out. There was nothing there. Nothing. No yeah, pre-owned. Nothing. Like, there was absolutely nothing for the Switch. So I was like, huh, this thing's still selling stupid, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, this we thing sold, is still selling stupid. Like, we had loads of OLEDs in for Black Friday and work. We had about 30 in. And we sold all 30 in like less than a week, which was crazy. Like, you know, yeah. Because I've, I've been looking myself at an OLED because my Switch has been on its last legs for a long time. I've got a launch Switch. So if you, if you play in handheld, it doesn't like to recognize both Joy-Cons anymore no matter what Jorkins I put on it. So it's like kind of getting to the point where I'm like, I've been like, well, do I just wait? Do I wait for another one? Like, is there going to be like, you know what I mean? So I'm I'm probably one really fancy special edition away from getting an OLED. Mm. Um, or I'll you just... could, uh, you know, Pengles buys that possible Zelda OLED and you could, you know, have my I'm... OLED. I mean, I'd rather, if I was going to get, so like, to be honest with you, Chris, if I'm going to buy a handheld console, I will buy a new one myself. And if I was going to buy an old one, I'd buy Craig's because his is least is the least played of the OLEDs available. Um, the Zelda, a, Zelda special, a Zelda special edition might tempt me because um, I'm going to play Tears of the Kingdom this year for sure. Like Tears of the Kingdom is my only game I look at. That and um, Jedi Survivor, the only two games I look at. And I go, well, these two are going to be in my top five I would, unless they are awful. Like I can see that happening. Starfield, I have no idea. Starfield, I think, could either be. A game that I play for two hours and put down, or a game that I play for 100 hours and I love. It's going to be one or the other, I think. Same with Craig, I think, with Starfield. I think you're going to be a similar place. I think me and you will both potentially 100% complete Redfall. Because our record for for Game Pass multiplayer games that they just randomly put out is actually quite high. Yeah, quite it looks funny. fun as hell as well. Yeah, so like, yeah. You, when we, we, me and Craig 100% completed fucking Have you seen Bleeding the Edge. Date? So. Uh, leaked for that as well. Yes, May. Right, May so the second, I believe, and there's going to be, by the sound of it, a um, uh, like a preview, um, like a beta, which will be in, yeah, we're in Game Pass. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm curious because the only thing I know that's coming out in May that's even on my radar is a Trails. Is a Trails game, and obviously, Not I think is, is that announced for May? Yeah. Is that May twenty third? It, no, it's it's earlier than that. It's fifth or fourth of May, or something like that. Okay, so you can't pre-order that at the moment, can you? Which is annoying. Uh, I guess you can get it on like Game or something or Amazon. Amazon has just got like an unpriced, undated listing. No, weird. Obviously, yeah, it's like fourth or fifth of May. Okay, so that's one of those things where, like, you know, like Redfall. We'll see. 
but yeah, I think there's a lot of games. But the only thing I, I'm pretty sure that is going to be a struggle for me this year is going to be PlayStation, because the only thing I'm even remotely interested in is Spider-Man, um, if that does indeed come out this year. It will, won't it? It's, Insomniac it's, are pretty uh, good. Yeah. The, they're the best studio like they any... have as well, by the way. If anyone says Naughty Dog, they're wrong. Like, Insomniac is by far the best studio that plays. Do you think they're going to announce more first-party stuff? Um, I don't year? think... So, like, I'm going to be controversial. I think that they never really do, Craig. They never really do announce a lot, and then just they, they will live off one or two games, because like they they're not going to do another God of War, they're not going to do another Horizon, there's not going to be Last of Us Part Three, that's going to come out this year. It might get announced this year, but it's not going to come out this year. You're going to get from May Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, so you're going to get a, a Horizon remake, right? That's pretty much a known rumor for the I first. I think that's going to be this year. You 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 get Cause a Mountain and Running Shores. Yeah, you you they'll they'll games. count their um VS, VR two games, Craig, obviously as well, which is the, yeah, a couple of their first parts. Never goes well. But um, I don't I don't think they will. I don't think there's going to be another Ratchet. I don't think there's going to be another Sackboy unless it comes to VR. Um, same with Astro. I don't think. Obviously, Gran Turismo came out and no one gave a toss. So, I don't know. I think it will be Spider-Man. And Spider-Man will probably be the best-selling PS5 game this year. Um, certainly exclusive. I don't think... Oh, yes. I was going to say... I, I know you're going to say that because it's Final Fantasy 16, but I think 16 might be just because it will sell in Japan. Well, Spider-Man will sell in Japan, but not as ridiculous I mean, yeah, numbers. I keep Final Fantasy 16. I mean, yes, yeah, so you've got Final Fantasy 16, you've got Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, anything Absolutely else? Rebirth. Yeah, well, I can't see them doing two yeah. Final Fantasies in one year. I can yeah, see that but coming Square, out. Have, Square have said this is going to be uh, one of the biggest years for Final Fantasy because we're the, in the well, you've got the um, anniversary. Yeah, well, you've got Pixel the remasters, remasters, haven't you? So, like, that's... Yeah. So, yeah, yeah that's so if when you, they said that. So, if you don't want to buy Square Enix games, there isn't a lot coming this year. Like, I honestly think my only new purchase could be Spider-Man um, for PS5. Because my backlog is about three or four games that are going to take me a while anyway. So I think for PS, for me personally, I think PS Five will be could well end up being the least played of the four of the three consoles. Sorry, this year. But we'll see. We'll see, boys. We'll see. But anyway, we've got another podcast to record. So thank you for watching um, our Game of the Year awards. Uh, tell us what was your Game of the Year award in the comment if you got this far. Thank you very much, and we will speak to you next week. Bye.